Welcome to December, everyone. The next few weeks will be filled with learning and winter activities for our entire community. I'm Megan. And I'm Deanna. This week alone was a whirlwind of activity. Author Chelsea Clinton came to visit the EC through Silver Clusters to read from her books and answer questions from the students. Parents and students shopped for books and gainer gear at the Scholastic Book Fair. And professional educators from around the New York City area learned what makes Gainer such a special place. Before we get to a review of this week's events, let's look ahead for what you need to know for the next few weeks. First, Friday, December 2nd is an administrative day for the silver, green, and blue clusters. There's no school for those clusters that day. Then, on Monday, December 12th, the EC, pink, red, orange, and yellow clusters have their administrative day. There's no school or after school for those clusters, and there will also be no after school or interscholastic athletics for the silver, green, and blue clusters on that day. The week before winter break will really get us into the spirit of the winter holidays, including a breakfast my way for parents on Wednesday, December 14th with a Hanukkah theme. Stay tuned for more information on that. Also on Wednesday the 14th, the red, orange, and yellow clusters will have their winter concert, and the pink and silver clusters will have their concert on Thursday, December 15th. Both events will be held in the Performing Arts Center from 6 to 7 p.m. More information will be sent to families via email regarding both of these events. EC parents should plan to attend the EC Winter Showcase at 1 p.m. on Friday, December 16th. It's one of the cutest events of the year. Now, back to the events from this week. We were so impressed with our students at Chelsea Clinton's book readings. They listened attentively and really tested her knowledge of endangered animals and of women who have changed the world. Here's just a sample of the Q&A from each session. Why did you choose these women for this book? Great question. Why did I choose these women for this book? So some of these women I already had known of and admired, like Lama Bowie and Wakari Matai. Um, many of these women, though, I didn't, I didn't know. And so when I decided I wanted to write a book about women from across the world, I asked for help. Um, I asked other um, writers. Uh, who my editor has worked with. I asked friends and friends of friends who had grown up uh, and lived in different countries, and I got hundreds of suggestions. Um, and that was a real gift for me because then I got to learn about so many women from around the world. And then I selected a group of women who had all done amazing things, but had kind of lived and worked um, in different places and, and had done different types of amazing things. So how did I get the idea of the book? I got the idea from this book um, partly because I've always loved animals um, and partly because my daughter suggested that I write a book about animals and I thought that was a great idea. And so then I did. What's my favorite animal? My favorite animal, well my favorite animal has to be our dog. Um, but if you're asking me my favorite species of animal, I love elephants. I've always loved elephants. And I, admit, I particularly love elephants because elephants are matriarchal, which means um, really the grandmothers are often you know, the head of the elephant herd. And so the grandmothers are the ones who kind of lead the elephants to find water or more food, or if there's danger, lead them away from danger. 
The grandmothers are also the ones who know kind of where um, members of, of the elephant herd um, may have died and where their bones are, and so kind of they're the ones who lead the herd to visit kind of their lost loved ones. Um, and I was very close to both of my grandmothers. So I think admittedly one of the reasons I love him is because um, elephant grandmas basically rule. How cool that elephants are matriarchal. Dr. Gaynor was inspired by her answer too, saying that from now on, his favorite species of animal would also be the elephant, since Stephen Gaynor's school was started by his grandmother, Mimi Michaels, and Miss Siegel. We were also lucky to attend this week's Professional Visitors Open House, organized by the admissions office. These annual events allow us to show professional educators from around the metropolitan area what makes Gaynor truly a unique place. One of the highlights of these events is a presentation and Q&A with Blue Cluster students. They are such amazing ambassadors for Gaynor, and we thought you'd like to hear their impressions of the school and what they will be carrying with them from their time at Gaynor to their next schools and beyond. You'll hear from Kair, Lily, and then a bit from Intermediate Division Director Michelle Fox. I was wondering if any of you had a particular skill or a strategy that, that you've learned in your time at Gaynor that you know you're going to take with you that you're, you're going to use from now on. Um, so I came into Gainer and I think one of my like most challenging areas was my writing. Um, as you know, I have dyslexia and it was already challenging to read, so it was hard to get my thoughts down on paper. And Gainer really structured the way I write today, right? And they give me strategies like outlines and also they've given me a great vocabulary so I can always use like, transition words and also like make my writing more engaging. So like along with that, you know, they give you strategies to help with reading and writing, which I think really go hand in hand. And so I credit myself to be a good writer today, and that's thanks to you. Um, I would have to say something that we learned at a very young age, because I joined in Orange, um, is breaking up words from prefixes, suffixes, and I'm currently studying for the ICs to go into high school. I actually have my test this weekend. And one of the things that a lot of tutors are like, look for prefixes, and a lot of kids, I find that don't learn that in other places, because they've learned to read just by word for word, while we learn to read from breaking up words and finding roots and meanings. And so it's really helpful, now that I'm studying for this test, I already know these prefixes that have been embedded in my reading since I was very young, because that's the way I learned how to read. And I find that that is one of the most useful things that have come into my life as I'm still learning to read and growing and expanding on writing and literacy. I find that those help me identify words that are basically college level that I wouldn't have known from learning from in class. So I think that's one of the many skills that I've learned here, along with graphic organizers, which I, we get a lot of sources for helping writing and like organizing. And I find that when I'm writing long essays and getting to bigger papers, it comes really useful to have even just like a pyramid that goes for your introduction paragraph, break it up into specific, general, thesis. And it breaks up that first intro paragraph that can even just get me started on those next ones. Because if we learn that, take it, at your own pace, but we still want to learn how to be motivated in our writing and get things done on a timely basis. 
want to share one more thing. We often hear from schools where our Gainer alumni currently attend saying, wow, those Gainer students are the most impressive self-advocates, and you just heard why, right? <laughs> Thanks, as always, for listening. We're glad you joined us. Have a great week, and stay, stay scaly! I'm Deanna, and I have a horse voice. Hold on. <laughs> and I'm a frog. Welcome to December, everyone. The next few weeks will be filled with learning and <laughs> scrap. What? I think I was just thinking about, like, you going next. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about what you just said about being a frog. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. See, it's always my fault. Okay. <laughs>